この角度Hey everybody and welcome back to the channel. Today we're talking about Haikyuu again from the To The Top season. It's episode 15 called Found. And if you were wondering if some of the panels or some of the images in the episode looked a little weird, you weren't the only one because I looked it up and then this episode was outsourced. It's just for budgeting reasons, they said. And I guess it's just to save money and especially since because of the pandemic, they're trying to save money any way they can just for hopefully more action-packed scenes later on in the episode. But I was really happy with this one. There was a lot of gameplay, a lot of, not not too much talking, but it was a lot of action in this. And we got to see how the different players interact with each other. And I was just happy there was a lot of action. So moving on. So it starts off where it ended last episode with the Mia twins doing their quick attack. And everyone was impressed by it. And then even the players on their own team, because it seemed like they did it on a whim. Like this is not something they really practiced. Aran was the one that mentioned before that he's like he was just impressed with how much trust they had with each other, and Osamu was just saying like he, he didn't even think it was really trust because I guess they they have their own brother their sibling rivalry going on and they mess with each other, and he just knows that the ball's gonna be coming so it's more like he respects Atsumu Atsumu as a player more than anything he knows how talented he is and he knows the ball's gonna be coming is the way I interpreted that so the OP plays and then it's going on next. And as the game continues, it's looking worse and worse for Karasuno. The twins are just all over the field. They're playing well. They keep scoring points. And it's like Mia Atsumo was able to read Kageyama's playing. I guess he was getting inside his mind just from the camp they went together to. And he was able to stop Kageyama's quicks with Hinata a few times and able to read which way he was going to be setting to Hinata and some of the other players. So it looks like he was kind of in his head and being able to read from that. And Hinata kind of had the opposite reaction. Everyone thought he would be more disappointed and let down from players being able to copy their special attack that they've practiced so much on. It's something it's something more for them, but really it was able it was firing him up instead because he's able to see that Kageyama's not the only there was a few spectators talking about this, but Kageyama was not the only setter that could give him the ball he needed to get the ball he wants. So he knows that he doesn't have to play with Kageyama forever and they probably won't so he knows that in the future it's going to be looking good for him like this is possible with other people yeah and just being fired up from the gameplay Hinata was able to control one of the sets he got from Kageyama and he was able to hit Miyatsumo's hand and get a point off of that and it was like he uh even the coach Yukai mentioned that Kageyama was relying more on his teammates and he knows that once the ball goes up it's he's it's really out of his control and it's just a completely different Kageyama that we had in the previous seasons. He's relying more on his teammates and not trying to do everything exactly by himself. He's trying to, he's just depending more on others. And it's really nice to see him. And later on, after that point, Mia whiffs a serve, like it hits the net. And it's something I like that Haikyuu does. It's not like everyone's perfect in the show and just like complete monsters, which they are. But it makes us, it reminds us that they're still students and learning and they're kids and they're not perfect at everything it was kind of opposite of kuroko the basketball one where like everyone did everything perfectly pretty much all the time in that one and like no one missed shots and everyone could do like these superhuman things this is a more realistic type sports anime and i really enjoy that there's this contrast between it and it just makes us it just reminds us that these people are human too and they make mistakes i just like that part where they messed up and one of my favorite parts was actually two of my favorite parts had to do with Tsukishima this episode the first part was when he blocked uh, Osamu's 
quick attack, the Mia Twins quick attack, and he was proud. And they were talking about how he's used to seeing that and he's always wanted to block it. And some of the other players have blocked it in the past, but this is something that he sees on a daily basis. So he was like really excited to block it from another team. And he's like, he's probably used to it too from practicing with Hinata and Kageyama. So that was one of my favorite parts, just to see the smirk on his face after he got that block. It was really funny. Tanaka got a little bit of showtime this time. He was able to, he was like real energized and even the commentators were talking about it. And then the girl that likes him or the girl that he likes was even like getting angry because they weren't saying great things, just that he was energized. And at that point, he was able to score by hitting the blocker's hands with the ball and he got his own point. He was just yelling after that. So there was a little screen time for Tanaka. During a timeout, Coach Yukai puts Hinata to directly cover Osama, one of the Mia twins he was talking about. And he wants him to be, he told him to be like Inoka from uh, Nekoma. He's a player from Nekoma. Just to be like right on top of him and just follow him and be the one that's going to be blocking. I think it was called direct block, something like that. Main, Some kind of main blocking, only that player. So if it wasn't on the left or middle side, I can't remember which side he said, but Hinata would always go for him and block him. They were going back and forth, more gameplay, and then they were talking about how I think it was coach, uh, not coach, uh, Captain Daichi. He was saying like all the players on Inarizaki have powerful serves, and you can see that because every time they serve, it's always a struggle for the Karasuno players to receive it. It's always so powerful. And then my next favorite part of the episode was with Sugashima again. It's when he's able to get a spike from Kageyama after he sets it, because uh, Kageyama he says uh, come up here and get it and he serves the ball really high like really high I guess he's learned that from the practicing with him and he goes over all the blockers from Inarizaki and is able to spike it down and the players from Inarizaki were saying that's even higher than the Shiratorizawa ever did and it was just funny after that because Kageyama and Tsukishima are like really uh, standoffish personality types so they didn't they were like happy but they didn't know how to celebrate with each other which is funny because they never done any kind of combo attack like that and that was about halfway through the episode right here. And at this point, they call in the pinch server, Kinoshita. He was the new pinch server that does the jump float too. And he has to get encouragement because he's really worried about it. And Coach uh, Ukai just um, enforces that they're just regular students too, just like him. He talks about how they're like in this grade and this age, and that calms him down a little bit. And he's able to serve. And it was after this encouragement where they received the ball and then there's another attack from the Mia twins, and Hinata is actually able to block this spike, this quick attack. And it was just a real surprise because um, Hinata is so small and he's just so fast, and he was able to compete with Osamu, this really tall player and really talented. And it was a great moment for him. He was so excited after he did it, and everyone was proud of him on the team. But afterwards, he really gets like knocked down a peg because this is when there's like a 50-50 ball right at the net, so either player could have gotten it. And Hinata challenges Osamu, and Osamu just completely overpowers him on that time and knocks the ball out of him. And it just shows you how the difference in the talent and the power between the two players. And we get this, I call it like a mango, manga, manga panel scene where the, the camera's just panning up and it's Hinata on the ground and Osamu looking down at him. And he's just like saying how he wasn't that, he wasn't as impressed as he thought he would be or something like that along those lines. So it's after this point where they change up the game plan and Ukai, Coach Ukai is really pulling out all of their tricks that they have and all the surprises, which is weird because later on in the episode they were talking about it, how the only reason they're really able to keep up with Inarizaki is because they keep surprising with new and new stuff. And then the, the spectators were saying once 
they run out of these new surprises, that's when the real game is going to begin because they're not going to have anything left and they're going to be kind of lost out there without... They're really not going to have a definite way to get points is what I was understanding. And it's going to be a lot more challenging for uh, Karasuno. And even the Inarizaki coach was saying that uh, don't get distracted by Hinata. You need to... Because that's like playing in the Karasuno's game plan. You need to just read the blocks and later on the read blocking once they get the rhythm from the other players and seeing how Karasuno plays, that's when read blocking is going to be more important later on in the in the games and then the later sets too. So Karasuno changes their game plan to the lost in the crowd one. That's when they all rush at the same time and Hinata's not really the main attacker so it could be anyone. And they're able to score a point during that. And then Mia Atsumo calls out his brother for being lazy because he didn't try to block it. And then there's like this bickering back and forth and he ends up asking Osamu if he's scared of Hinata. He's like, are you scared of the little guy? And, and then he's like, no. And then Hinata asks him, like, are you really not scared of me? He's like, is that true? He's like, yeah, I'm not scared of you. And then Hinata gets disappointed. So he wants to make an impression and do better at the blocking. So he starts thinking of who is the most annoying blocker that he's had to deal with. And he starts thinking and thinking. And I was thinking it was going to be the, the red the red hair guy from Shiratorizawa. But he, it ended up being the really tall middle blocker from Aba Josai. Uh, his name was Ise Matsukawa. And he was a middle blocker. He was actually the tallest player on that team. You know, he started acting like, he started playing like him where Hinata was forced to do line shots, like these straight shots down the middle. Not down the middle, just down the, the, down the line of the court. And he does that to Osamu, the same exact thing. And he's, he forces Osamu to do a line shot and Nishinoa is able to receive it from that, from changing the direction that they were doing, that he was having to do his spike from. So immediately following that, they do one of the synchro attacks where everyone rushes and they able to score a point from there. So at this point, it's, uh, the score is 20-20. It's pretty tied up. So it's looking a lot better for Karasuno. And at this point, this is uh, closing, up, closing up the episode. Uh, Aran scores a few points, and he's able to go above all three of Karasuno's blockers, just way above. And he's just powerful with his spikes and also his serves during one of the receives that Kanarasuno does Hinata is able to uh, set it to Asahi and he's able to do um, it was a really good set for him but it's like he barely touched the ball and it was like almost an I think it was an accident and he's able to like uh, tap it over the blockers and score a point and then everyone else in the crowd was like oh Karasuno's they're trying new things even now but I, I think in there I'm thinking they're running out of options, and that was just an accident that they were able to score that point. Like, they got lucky. And then it was at this point that Hinata was about to serve, and he was really excited because he wants to play the back line. And I was excited, too, for him because I was, cause it looked like in the episode prior, too, that he was really doing well on his read blocking and, like, the receiving and stuff from the, from the other team. And I was hoping that he was able to use these skills, but it looks like he's not going to be able to just yet because they call in Yamaguchi, and he's another pinch server. And he's supposed to do his jump floats, and then when he gets up there, he's like, he's calm, and then he can't see the exit sign that he uses to like reset and focus. It's getting blocked by some banner or something, so he's freaking out. And he's freaking out, and the uh, senpai from uh, I can't remember where he's from, but he's like, he's like, he yells for Yamaguchi, and he's holding one of the Shimada Mart bags, and then from practicing at the in the parking lot over there with him, he remembers that he used that before to reset. And he calms down. He's able to do a jump float, and he shoots it right at Aran, and they're able to score a point. And everyone's going crazy. It was it was going it was really ex- I was excited at that point too. I was happy, especially when the senpai brought the bag. It gave me like chills a little bit. It was really cool. 
and then the episode ends off with him starting his next uh, jump float serve. And it, we didn't see what happens afterwards, but it was a really good episode. I liked it. Not, not too much, um, like not too much amazing stuff. It's just more gameplay and progressing of the game. But uh, I did the math, and the score should be at the end, 23 to 23. It should be a tie game, not counting what happens after that serve that didn't get finished by Yamaguchi. But next time, it's going to be episode 16, Broken Heart. And it looked like in the preview that Tanaka was running at the very end. And then uh, people were just like holding their hands, their face in their hands, and kind of looking in distress a little bit. So we'll see what happens. I really like the episode. I'm liking the seats. And I think it's going to get even better and better as it goes on. But let me know what you guys think. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Y'all have a great day. And I'll see you all next time. Peace.